Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Edward Koppel's Happy Tuesday. Oh, Sing Songy Tuesday. You <laughs> and know I like Sing Song Tuesday. What, what, oh, I did do a deep, a little deep dip, dip down. So, Happy Tuesday, Annie. How are you? Thank you. No, no, no. I meant me when I was singing it, but both of us, fine. Oh, yeah, but I did the like Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it was like in the middle of some sort of like, like, like coffee burp. Right. Which <laughs> I know it, it is your favorite show. And, Saturday Night Live on Saturday was fine. It may not have right. been their best episode. Correct. They've they've got a lot working against them. You know, I get a it. A lot. Yeah, no, a lot. But but they did make a deep voice joke uh, yeah, during yeah. during the uh, update weekend <laughs> yeah, update. Yeah. I mean, funny. you just forget it is it is the problem of the pandemic when it comes to creation and art and and a lot of things is that we just don't even know yet how how long lasting the PTSD and the effects are. Yeah. Right. And even something like a Saturday night live, they have a rhythm of how they write a show and they can't do that rhythm. Yes. No. Yes, exactly. That's right. And, and usually you have a sense of, I like, I know how to make jokes during say a political scandal. Cause uh-huh, there's a, uh-huh. there's an arc to it that nobody has any, any idea the arc to this, the arc to the, to what's going on in politics, the uh-huh. arc to what's happening in our national dialogue. I mean, it's just absolutely like, well, we're in the middle of everything. I guess we'll f- find some funny things. That's why I like that some of their early sketches, like they're just doing goofball sketches. Sketches. Yes. They're like, yes. I don't know if we can have any more commentary, but yeah, that's right. Yes, he did the deep voice thing. Yeah. And did you? Annie. I'm glad to hear you agree that it was a that was a good effort episode versus one of the best ones ever. Oh yeah, I am not at all on the. SNL, everything is magical train. And also neither are they. They sure. look back at their own shows and go like, Meh, okay. Some did you, t- did you get a lot of feedback from your episode with F- Jesse last Friday where y'all talked about SNL people? I did. I was surprised at mostly, uh, v- very few people disagreed or thought that any of our picks were crazy, which I thought it would be inflammatory and it was not at all. No people. I, and also maybe they just didn't care as much as I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I don't think it's, or I think it's both. No right. one cares as much as you care about that. That's probably true, including maybe fine. Jesse. <laughs> yeah, for sure, Jesse. As I was listening, I was like, Jesse, this is Eddie's like dream wheelhouse conversation, and Jesse's very good at having it with him. Right, Jesse's rolling. This That's was my show. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, with prop, he did all movies based in L.A. That's right. a great thing for propaganda to talk about that I can't do. It's pretty cool though. He does give away the show basically to the guest. That's right. Which is neat. That's right. I thought so too. Um, I thought so. No, too. the feedback was good. Still pale in comparison to people telling me generally how terrible the Pittsburgh accent, accent was. Uh, that's <laughs> From point last one. Friday. <laughs> and then point two was I guess I said they have a Wawa in Pittsburgh and I and they don't. Oh, and everybody really boy. cared about that. And I was like, I mean, 
I'm just going to say I just didn't care in the least, except one kind person today was like, hey, really good Pittsburgh accent. And I thought to myself, you are very sweet. So you and care I also, when they agree with you? No, no. I was also very certain that she does not know what a good accent is, because I think maybe the consensus rules, I did a terrible job. Listen, and, uh, you know, I ignore people who are unkind in general. Not that anyone was yeah, unkind yeah, to yeah. you. They weren't. No, no, I, no, no, I no. saw it too. No one, our listeners no, are not unkind. All fun. All funsies. Someone who doesn't follow me started trolling me on Sunday night about yeah. something on Instagram. And I mean, coming at me hard. And what they didn't know, Edward, yeah. is they didn't know I was watching the Braves lose. And I had no time. No. To ignore and be polite and be quiet. So I snipped back. I mean, I, me and this person went back and forth. And I kept saying, you don't even follow me or have a real profile picture. Why yeah. are you talking to me? You know, Who like, are you? yeah. And so then I just ended up blocking them and deleting all their comments. But man, it, it was, I usually am pretty good about letting trolls troll, but they didn't know I was watching my Braves lose. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Sorry about those Braves. I mean, well, what makes me mad is you aren't really sorry because you said sorry before the game started. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I have my, I, I really like the Dodgers. And that's what's a bummer is I thought maybe, maybe you, you and I could really be, like the Dodgers. Yeah, not like the, not like the Nats, but like, of if I had to pick a second or third team, like I, I like them. I think they're a good team. They're fun to watch, and they're they're doing a good run. Clayton Kershaw, great pitcher, great. I mean, just a great person. And it was really hard because I was like, I wanted you and I to be on the same sports universe for just for just a series of baseball, and we couldn't even do that. It's just we just were bitter opponents. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm it not was sorry. The, you I don't were care the worst at all. troll so of my Sunday night. You were the you were worse than the actual troll because you said, I'm sorry before our game even started. <laughs> sorry, that was really mean. <laughs> I, I did oh, say that. that was I am a real, to watch. A real Yeah. Well, you're a real hard? what? Finish it. Uh, I'm just a real snarky kind of jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Um What's really hard about that game objectively was how perfectly matched the teams were. That's and right. it wasn't it wasn't like the one team that was like, okay, the Cinderella story had to end. That's they right. They were both phenomenal. The Braves it got are, the seven games for a reason. Oh, the Braves are so good. And it, they're just gonna get so much better. And it's just gonna be it's going to be a, it, it's gonna be awful. They're going to completely run the table. But not this time. <laughs> not to, not not this week. Not tonight. World Series starts tonight. Your Dodgers uh, only got a day off. But see, here's what's hard. And I don't want to do a whole sports show. But, you know, I grew up in the Tampa Bay area and really kind of am root. I have an equal allegiance to both of those teams in that I hope they both do well. And I don't really care if it's not the Nationals. So I don't really know who to, I don't know what to do during this World Series. You know what I mean? No, because I don't care. I you just don't care I, at oh, all. Oh, I'm I'm so uh, I am still so spicy about the whole thing and so sad about the whole thing. But as I said on Twitter, here's what's true: is we either the two experiences we've had in 2020 with sports yeah. has been no sports, right, or sports, right. <laughs> sports that hurt you. Those have been my two experiences because I need you. We haven't even. I, I need you to know. Do you know that I I was exposed to COVID again? No. Yes. And so I, someone very up close to me, tested positive after we'd sat at a table together without masks on. 
because you're allowed to sit at tables without masks on. Right. And therefore, I am having to very limit leaving my house until we get to the amount of time that you're supposed to do that, right? So I've been tested twice oh. and they're and it's negative and it's going to be fine and and I'm almost done and whatever, but I need you to know that this weekend that we just finished. Yes. I was I was supposed to eat dinner with a family I love, go to a wedding shower for a friend and host at church, host on Sunday morning at church and I had to cancel all of it to stay home. Oh, Annie. And watch the Georgia Bulldogs lose and the Braves lose every game of the weekend. I don't even, I'm, let, we'll get to my subtle, subtle, not at all caring about Georgia in a second. But before that, <laughs> what a bummer. What a bummer, right? Oh, what a bummer. What a bummer. Um, what I'm a really bummer. So, I am really sorry. Thanks. I've, I've felt really angry about it. Not about the yeah. sport, but about COVID and about being exposed again and about how it affects a lot of people's lives, not just the people who get it and. I'm not mad at the person. They didn't know. Of they were course, doing the best yeah, they no. could. But yeah. I'm, you know. Well, to quote you from another show, it's fatigue, fatigue. Like I have fatigue, fatigue, for sure. I have fatigue, right? anger. <laughs> totally. And that's fine. Uh, and it's, but it's such a bummer. I, uh -huh. we had a plan canceled this weekend as well. And it was small, but I, I'm just saying like, I empathize with that because it was in a normal world. I've been like, oh, bummer. But right. in this world where you've been doing, oh, bummer, since March, yes. it just feels like it's like, why, God? <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, it but just, also, it's those so... are her little plans. A wedding shower? I, I mean, know. That's... And it's her only one. And she's, we're, the deeper story is she is lovely and wonderful, but she's moving here to marry a guy in our friend group. And oh, so boy. it's also this like, welcome to town and you're going to be loved by our friends. And, but right. I mean, what, you know, I, I called the host and the host politely <laughs> declined my RSVP <laughs> and oh. said, do not come. And I was like, of course, don't come. I get of it. Of course not. That's why I'm yeah. calling you to make sure that we're on the same page about that. But, you know, you just want to welcome people into your oh. friend group well and, you know. Ugh. And not hosting a church. I mean, that's I a know. real big thing. What does hosting at church look like uh, in your context? At Crosspoint, it means you welcome people and then you lead between, it's literally, it's a lot of spiritual direction. You lead between worship into the teaching and kind of pray in that moment. And so you welcome up at the top and then after worship, you get up and kind of lead into the next segment of the teaching. And then at the end, you usually give any instructions or announcements or anything like that. Okay. Can we please talk about church announcements yes. for a couple minutes? <laughs> of course. You used to do them all the time. Right. And yeah. you know my philosophy on on it, right? Act it was just... No, I don't. It was just, well, let's play a guessing game. <laughs> We've been around each other a lot. Yeah. Okay. So I get 10 minutes or whatever, yeah. seven minutes to do announcements. How am I approaching that time? You're going to use nine of those minutes to be funny. Yahtzee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whereas me, I'm going to use nine yeah. of those minutes to make sure I did exactly what I was supposed to do and one minute being funny. Oh yeah. A little crowd work, mm -hmm. a little, I'll do a little crowd work, a little this, but you're, you're a pastor. I just was, yeah. No, you so, were a pastor on staff. I was a funny pastor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's a difference, but. Do you miss doing announcements? I only, no, I don't. I only miss two things at all from being a pastor and I miss them desperately and I miss baptizing babies mm. and I miss Ash Wednesday. Oh, really? Say why. 
Uh, both of them are this basically the same reason. Uh, baptizing, I'm going to, I might get emotional about this one. I have not thought about this in a long time. Baptizing oh. babies, uh, it was just such a deeply uh, touching moment. First mm-hmm. of all, you get to hold a baby and it's a little one usually, or, you know, maybe it's, they haven't had the child baptized and the kid's you know, older, but and either just, way. I didn't grow up in your tradition. Are you putting the baby underwater? No, 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 no. It's just okay. the, like the little, yeah, the little cross Thank on the head. Like, okay, okay. And actually, I know we're going to light people up and people aren't going to like this. And I actually don't agree with it anymore, but we used to do dedications or baptisms. Okay. And so our ter- church took really no line on it. So we would actually do either. So we would kind of go down the line of a couple children and there would be just a different little process for each kid. Sure. But there was just something so beautiful about getting that moment to just hold it child close and pray mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. and then you would feel you know those moments where you really feel like i know i could doubt the presence of god in every other moment but in this moment there is something that i am i'm mm. i am in the middle of and when you feel a room of people praying for a single life and this life yeah. is asleep and it's yeah. and then you do the sign of the cross on the child's head and the parents are sniffling like I, it was just, it was just magical. And it was one of those things where I think the why is because I got the best seat in the house to a beautiful thing that was happening in front of the whole community. And I got yeah, the best seat and yeah. you have little kids in little, uh, they would put kids in little suits. Oh my oh. gosh. A little kid in a suit, a little kid dressed up like an adult. Oh, oh my gosh. I it's love the best. babies in suits. I love oh. babies in suits. And kids like me because I have all kinds of like facial toys. So grab the glasses, uh-huh, uh-huh, grab the beard. Uh-huh. Here, I'm going to take off the watch and give it to you. And we're going to play. And it was just the best. I love that. And then the other one was the same reason was the imposition of the ashes on Ash Wednesday. Sure. Because it was just a very um, close moment mm-hmm. to look someone in the eyes, you know, and to say it. To, right. to like, to, to say the words of it, you know, and to put right. the ashes on their head. Like, it's not about you, but you just get to be there. It was like, it was like officiating a wedding. Sure. Have you ever officiated a wedding? You must have officiated. Uh, I just did my first one a couple of weeks ago. Did we not talk about that? I don't know that we did. Are you okay talking about it? Or would you rather just keep it part of your normal quiet life? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do them as a regular thing, but uh, important friends asked me to be a part of it. And I was. How'd you feel about doing that? What was that I like up there it. for you? I really loved it. It's really special. It was, yeah, it was incredibly special. Wow. What was the coolest moment for you? Well, I introduced them. And oh, yeah. so I got to like have a laughy moment where I was like, can't believe my friends really fell in love and we're here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I thought that, yeah, I just. The, I love that. The whole thing, the being trusted with that moment of their lives felt really, felt really special. Isn't there a weird have moment? Have you done a bunch? Yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, isn't there a wild thing that happens during every wedding? And it happens at different points in the ceremony, but like there's a moment they become married and it, you feel like the shift happened and I don't ever know what it is, but there's a moment that it's like solidified. Usually it's during vows, but sometimes it's as soon as like, uh, you know, in the very traditional sense, if the dad gives away or, you know, walks her up and then dad sits down and they come together, you're like, whoa, they're married right now. Mm-hmm. It's a very, um, yeah, those moments of being very close to what's happening. I always yeah. felt lucky with. Oh, yeah. Annie, I bet you were so good at doing a wedding. Did you make any <laughs> jokes? <laughs> no, not really. I just kind of, I got to just encourage them 
and what they're doing and who they are. And so, no, I just, I, I, I also was very nervous cause I'd never done it before. So I wasn't quite into making any more jokes than the like intro moment, yeah, yeah. you know, your basic. Yeah. 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 But it was really, I mean, it just means a lot. And this happens with every friendship, with every couple, with every, uh, really every work opportunity you get that if you go backwards and trace it and you go, how long had God been planning that? Right. <laughs> like how long had God been orchestrating this exact thing for them and how amazing yeah. to have accidentally been a part of it? You know, I right. mean, it was, it was. It's really like, what are the chances that uh-huh. this is happening? Uh-huh. And you're like, and it's the, what are the chances with everything? It's, it's just, you. It's, it's amazing to see. Yes. It's part of the joy of silly movies, like Hallmark movies. They're not all silly. Some of them are lovely, but uh, it's, I mean, it's one of the things that makes me enjoy you've got mail or any of these other like rom-coms is if you can get past the cheesy part to you, whatever you consider cheesy as the one mm-hmm. watching it. The reality is we're getting all these moments of provenance where people Mm. end up in the same coffee shop or end up at the same job or end up in the same email chain or chat room as the case is with you've got mail or share friends like my friends who who both were friends with me and just showed up at the same party at my house before covid and and so it uh i'm i am all about being intentional and looking for the providence of god yeah and so it just is really fun particularly with couples well, and also in a more very recent context, I mean, so many people that I know, uh, you know, they met their significant other online and you're like, yeah. with the number of people that are on that, what are the chances that you both yeah. you know, reached out to each other and found each other and then met up and it wasn't weird yeah. and it was lovely and you did like the chances of it are so slim yes. yet, it, yet it happens. And so then you realize, oh, this was, this had nothing to do with an app. This yeah. had everything to do that's with right. this. This was being orchestrated and I couldn't have missed this if I tried. Yeah, that's I, right. I mean, I one of our coworkers, my, yeah. one of my coworkers is married to a guy she met on Hinge or Bumble. I can't remember. And, uh, and as soon as she said his name to me, I was like, wait, you don't know him? Like, wait, I know his dad and I like know where they're from. And we're all, we're all from Georgia. And so I was like, I like know her, his people, and, you know, and you just go, oh my gosh, I would have never thought, but of course. And now they're yeah. married. I know. And that's not even the same couple. Those are two different couples. Yeah, I know. I, it's very sweet. Very it's sweet. Very cool. Well, Annie, I would have liked to have seen you do a wedding. And <laughs> just to preempt, if anybody wants me and Annie to do your wedding as a co coefficients, yeah, I, I, I will say you're going to really need to think about that because we approach <laughs> this whole thing very differently. <laughs> Annie's thinking, Annie's thinking, <laughs> unity, God, etc. I'm thinking. All right, I got a roast. I got to do a roast here. We're going to roast. <laughs> I got whenever when this is over, I want them to remember me. That's what you're thinking. And everybody this, needs to remember that. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, sir. I'm <laughs> going to take the mic and do a quick five. <laughs> exactly the <laughs> truth. And you're just behind, just hiding, yeah, hiding, just hiding like, behind the gazebo. I'm sorry. Y'all heard the episode. You knew he was going to do this. Wait, he I'm said sorry he was going to pay $10,000 for us to be here. <laughs> Why did we do this? Why did I hitch my uh, horse to this wagon or the other way around? What's your, I mean, today, Yeah. historically, you were a pastor in a church. So that's probably how you were doing weddings, correct? That's right. So today, what's your, how do you decide who... 
Because I say I get asked to do weddings pretty frequently and I just say no because I can't do premarital counseling and I believe that's really important. Not mm-hmm. like I can't do it. Like I don't have, I, I, I don't have the time. I, that's why right. I can't do it. I can't right. add that to my schedule. And, um, and so my, obviously I've only said yes once. So yeah. what's your, what's your yes, no line? Well, at this point, um, because I'm not anyone's pastor, I, if, if they're asking me, my actual new first question is really like, where's your pastor? Where's that whole piece of your life that you're asking me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. think that's important. I, and, and if they don't go to church, if they're not even religious, I understand that. But if I'm not even just a part of their support system or friend group, if I'm just a random person that they know because they, you know, listen to a podcast or something, what's more important than me being entertaining up there, right? And doing a a good job and giving a good sermon. What's actually important is to, to what end am I a part of your support group? And so at that point, that's why there's not a lot of asks and there's not a lot of people that I would officiate the other one is just really practically if, if we kind of pass that barrier, um, I, I, I need to feel close. I would want to feel close to them because I did a lot of weddings of people who I came to care for over the time, but it was just your job as a pastor. Yeah. And you do, I've done, I think I did like, I've done somewhere between 60 and 70 weddings over the years. Standing up there by yourself. Yeah, just officiating. Wow, that and funerals. I yeah, mean, I went shares. Have you done? I've never done a funeral. Ooh. Oh, they were. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, as you can imagine, that yeah. is. I've, and I've done some real tragic funerals, and that is just the worst. Mm-hmm. It's also a privilege. So, right. uh, my default is kind of actually to say yes because it's just such a privilege that you realize that what this person is asking is like. They're saying, hey, on one of the one of, if not the most important day of my life where I have invited everybody I care about into a single room, I'd like you to say 95% of the words that happen on that time. Mm-hmm. Then, and that just in its very practical essence is like, whoa, right. that's a huge privilege. Um, but I do want to make sure that they're being served well. So I haven't done one in... I haven't done one in a while, but yeah. I say I probably do one every like year, year and a half. That's who normally who ask me are people from my church. And, yeah. and I just don't have, I, I don't have the bandwidth. And I, I, it, as you said, I don't have the time to disciple them and lead them mm-hmm. and be in their life the way that I think a pastor really should be, um, yeah. that is doing your wedding. Now that now I co-did the wedding that I just did for the first mm-hmm. time. And both of us are really active in this couple's life. Like they're, we're very close to them. And right. so that made tons of sense. But yeah, so usually I send, if people come to me from our church, I'll just send them to one of the other teaching pastors or one of the other people on staff and say, you know, I, I'm very happy to help in some way, maybe if, if I'm available that date. But, but I think one of these other pastors who is actually the pastor of the campus you go to is probably makes more sense. Yeah. One of my favorite things that we do at weddings and hold on, is there a reason? Oh, thanks. Love you all. <laughs> Even Lucy just brought in my cell phone. Oh, which my I, gosh. Which I didn't leave and purposely don't bring in because I don't want it in the studio and I don't want it making noise. But there they were they bringing just, it to me. Well, that's they, so sweet. they are the best. They are very Will kind. Will you do their weddings? What a question. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if if they, I, there will be zero pressure for that. 
you know, it would be fully like if they really wanted that, that'd be great. But I will do anything they want at yeah. if they make the decision to get married, it'll be a privilege to be there in any capacity. I yeah. really have I have no like deep down whatever to yeah. to do that or not. I, I, the you reason you say your me, favorite part of your wedding. Well, the reason I hesitated when you asked me was like, how could I not cry the whole time? Like how <laughs> I thought very practically, I'm like, no, because I'll cry forever. But then I thought, well, this will still re- exist in 20 or 30 years or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I, but I'm like, how could he not just weep? Uh-huh. Maybe. Uh, how do you know? Um, uh, you're about to say your favorite part of weddings or something about the wedding ceremony. She was really blabbing on with Niani. No, I, I just wanted to hear the answer. That's why I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. What was the favorite part? Um, oh, yes. Talking about the whole community and whether I would do whether I do them or not. There is a part that our pastor did, and, sent, and at the time I thought it was just he made it up, but I've seen it at a million weddings, and I do it as well. But there is a part that the entire wedding ceremony is moving in concentric circles from the very outside of the room uh-huh. to just the couple. Uh-huh. And so as we continue to move closer and closer to the couple, then turning to face each other and make vows, the room promises that they're all in. Yeah. Right. And so are the friends that are gathered here today, will all of you do everything in your power to uphold and care for this couple? If so, say we will. And the friends are always rowdy and say, we will, you know, yeah. and it's always a good mid mid ceremony laugh. Cause you realize the friends are really in. And then to the family that's here today, will you do everything? And I oh, still, cool. to the family that's here, will you do everything to uphold and yeah. care for this couple? And da, da, da. so you're just like, everybody's promising. And I love it because the community comes first and says, it's not, we object, but we are in. Like yeah. we are into this. Yeah. And that's why I think the pastor needs to be a part of that. Yes. So sure. I always, as the pastor, want to be able to say yes to one of those two things. Yeah, that makes so. sense. That makes a ton of sense. And so. I always, I mean, I I always feel so honored when anyone asks me when they think that they want me standing there with them on that moment. Mm-hmm. It is like such a huge honor. I just haven't, huge. I just haven't been able to do it before. And so uh, have you ever said no to funerals? No. Yeah. No, I would never. I mean, I would have to. Yeah. It, it, we always had a policy at the church we went to that there could be rules and regulations and things around around weddings. Um, yeah. In, in terms of like, yeah, we can use this room or no, we can't have it on this time because youth group is here on Wednesday night. When it came to a funeral, it was yes. And how can we help? That was yeah. the posture to the very extent of what we were able to do. Yeah. And so anytime anybody asked me to be any part of their funeral, I was, I was there for that. And it is, you know, such an honor. It's so hard, but it's it was, so interesting. You will, we will fly across the country for a wedding and we'll fly across the country for a funeral. Like I'm thinking I've done both of those in the last two years where you just go, well, I'm getting on a plane now. Here we go. Like it is, this is, there's no way I'm missing this. And it's and, both of those things. And the oddity is that baptism, marriage and funeral and really traditional kind of like books of common prayer have very similar liturgies for all of them mm-hmm. because they're all transitional life things that are happening that are yeah. these things that are hard to say it's hard to encapsulate what's happening on an altar because mm-hmm. it's more than just a wedding and a party. Mm-hmm. Yet no pastor like c- can really define it fully. And so you lean on liturgy, you lean on scripture, and, and it does a better job, but it's still just these mystical occurrences of what happens in baptism and marriage and 
and death and, you know, certain other rights throughout a person's life that they all kind of oddly officiate the same, Yeah, <laughs> but under right. very different circumstances, which is so, uh, which was always so interesting to me. It's one of my wrote about it a little bit, I think, in my book. That sounds fun. I can't remember if it got edited out or not. But uh, I mean, we are, we will let people put let in quotes, let quote, yeah, quote. Yeah. we will let people grieve, you know, a, a funeral, it, you know, it's a week, it's four or five days. And, mm -hmm. and, and then everybody else's life kind of goes back to normal. And you can check on your people who lost someone up close. Or if you lost someone up close, you're still going to feel it pretty profoundly for a while, but the rest of your people kind of go ahead, you know? Yeah. But the actual, the other reality is we also stop celebrating so soon, <laughs> you know, yes, like, yes. like in the, in Bible times, both mourning and celebration, I mean, weddings were a week long thing, you oh, know, yeah. like in certain and now, parts of the world. Yeah. yeah. And now we, it's a Saturday, you know, if yeah. you're in the wedding, you're there Friday, Saturday, if you, you know, so you're there a day and a half. But man, there was a time when we would grieve with someone with everyone together would grieve for a week and yeah. everyone together would celebrate for a week. And I just think, man, we, wh why did we shorten everything? It's sitting, the Jewish tradition still, it's called sitting Shiva or Shiva. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's still, there's a part of it that's like, we're just going to fill the house with a bunch of food yep. and just sit and be there. Yep. And it's just the act of being there that matters a great deal. I mean, I don't know, we've never really talked about this and probably this would be the time, but any tragedy that either one of us have been to through, I would venture to say that part of one of the most memorable things were just the people that kind of hung around. Who was there? Yeah. That just didn't show up with the best gift, but just left the little flower on the front door mm -hmm. and just sat out front with you for a mm -hmm. while, you know, yeah. and you're like, Ugh. there it was. It was, it's, well, it's the ministry of presence, right? And that's, yeah. That's mm. it. But I, I mean, trust me, when I get married, we're partying for seven days. You can just believe that. Hey, first of all, Start I'm honored that you would ask. I am honored to officiate. Thank you. Even Lucy are officiating my wedding, just so you know. That's why they came they in. They would smoke that wedding. <laughs> they would do such a good job. They would be so similar to you and me in that Eve would take it incredibly incredibly seriously. Yeah. Drive the train. Eve yeah. would be sure we checked off everything we were supposed to check off. Yeah. And Lucy would be there for the laughs. She also, would be yeah. there to bring the people together. They would Holy. love both of them. There would be, it would gr be a great. And so I, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell you too, they've never had the chance to be flower. Girls. <gasps> okay. So, I mean, you know, we don't know what the age is and we don't know. And I also realize you have other people in your life that you may care about. I have a feeling you have other friends besides me. I just me. want, here's what I want is I want every kid who feels like, I bet Annie will pick me as their flower girl. Oh my God. To Annie. Do it. I want all of them. If they go like, well, if even Lucy, I bet you, if the, if you got on here and you said, if Annie got married in the next year, do you think you'd be a flower girl? They'd both be like, yeah. Yeah. They, fine. They're right. Let's all oh, of them. Let's whole... let all of them do it team of little yeah. sweet dresses and suits yeah. just walking down the aisle making a mess of any things any of them who wants to any of them that want to that go oh. that they assume they would be in the wedding me too fine oh man my just favorite flowers and drop Can I tell them. you i got to tell you one thing about i know we got to wrap up but i got to tell you our ring bearer at our wedding uh, by the way now a sophomore linebacker in college <laughs> right so that's how long so our man heston 
oh, brings Hester, down a little right. little guy, little tuxedo, right? He's a cute, God, he's so cute. So he walks up and the instruction is to go sit with his mom, but Heston's chilling up there. Yeah. And Heston ended up standing right there with me and my brother and holding our hands the no. whole time. No. And, and it was the sweet, and you're like, of course this kid's going to hang. We picked him because he's our friend. Yeah. He's our actual like hangout little buddy. Yeah. And he just stood there. And so there are some great pictures of like, when we were kneeling down to pray, <laughs> I'll send it to you. I don't want to post it, but I'm going to send it to you of yeah. like Heston with his hand on our sho- on my oh, shoulder. Oh my gosh. And you were that like, dude. so much about what a good friend you were to him. Though. Oh, well, he's he sweet of you. He's also just a dear boy and he's a dear man. I mean, he's just, it was a, it really blew our minds when he babysat even Lucy. One oh time, yeah. Like a year or two ago. Like, what is, how old are we? <laughs> are we? Is this Okay. He's a child. I, he's a man. What is he? Did y'all have a flower girl as well? We did not have a flower girl. Oh. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a purposeful omission. There just wasn't a, all of our friends. We didn't have any like younger. That was our youngest yeah. friend. Was yeah. our ring bearer Heston? So. That's great, Heston. Well done, buddy. Heston took care of business. <laughs> How many groomsmen did you have? Uh, I think six, and I think six on Bree's side. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. When you do a wedding, do you talk to grooms people too? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so you do big crowd, family, people standing up, bride and groom. Is that how you yeah. draw the circle in? Yes, that's how I draw the circle in. Okay. Uh, well, couple, then God. Like the oh. last thing that happens is like they can do their vows to each other and they can talk to each other. And if they want to do all their silly, like oh, I promise to always do the dishes and all that tomfoolery. <laughs> the last thing we're going to do though is we're going to shut it down uh-huh. and we're going to make sure that they are doing actual vows that are spiritually significant. And then we're going to pray. So oh, the sure. concentric circles okay. come all the way in actually. And the last person and quote fingers is, is God blessing yeah. the union. And yeah. then, uh, then it's like communion next if they want it. And then we out. Okay, great. I'm writing all that down. So you don't forget when oh, it's Andy, my turn. So don't you, you worry. I've got, I've got, a, I've got, a, I'm ready. I am ready to <laughs> right. officiate right. me and Kevin and probably your dad. <laughs> oh, Mr. F Downs is, he's going to really, yeah. I don't know that he'll officiate, but he will participate. Mr. F Downs and I are going to, I have a, I don't want to, I have a feeling by the end of the night, F Downs and I, <laughs> me and him, bow tie from our tuxes undone. Yeah. Just sitting, having a sip going, oh, can you believe it? <laughs> Kid. You're gone. A you're, party. <laughs> you're long gone. I mean, your dad just clinking our glasses going, buddy. 100%. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, well, Eddie, we did it. We did it. I love, love talking to you. I do too. What a great conversation. Um, also, I don't like that as much as we did. I enjoyed that. <laughs> that's why our lists are a foot and a half long. Cause right. what in the world, but I'm so happy. Couldn't have planned that. Couldn't have planned that if we tried. I love talking to you. All right, friends, go out, wash your hands, and we will see you back here on Friday. (laughs) Bye, buddy.